Glory, 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 glory. Welcome to another episode of Grace and Faith Podcast. Thank you for listening in. Trust you're doing good and that you have been working in the light of God's word. Okay, um, just before we jump into today's episode, let's just say a word of prayer. Dear Father, we thank you for the opportunity to look into your word and thank you for the spirit of wisdom and revelation at work in us. I pray that even as we open to the scriptures, I pray that our eyes of understanding are further enlightened. I pray that our minds are renewed and that our lives are forever transformed. In the name of our Lord Jesus. Amen. Okay. Today, I'll be speaking on the topic, Falling from Grace. Falling from Grace. I'll be reading Galatians chapter 5, verse 3 and verse 4. Galatians 5, 3 and 4. It says, For I testify again to every man that is circumcised, that he is a debtor to do the old law. Christ is become of no effect unto you. Whosoever of you are justified by the law, ye are fallen from grace. Now, it appears that at the mention of the word grace, what comes to mind next is sin. Such that the phrase falling from grace is mostly associated with committing sins. Like you've done one or pardonable thing, you've sinned against the Holy Spirit, something something big that you've done wrong, and then it will be like you've fallen from grace, you've fallen from grace. But is that what Paul was referring to? You see, as long as we keep using biblical terms or phrases in isolation, outside the intended meaning, we will keep running into error and living in the same. So, when a word is used in the Bible, when a phrase is used in the Bible, we should do well to find out what exactly it means within that context. If not, we are going to get into error and we are going to live in error as well. Praise God. Now, when Paul used the phrase falling from grace, the Galatians understood clearly what he was saying because they didn't read Galatians chapter 5 verse 4. Yes, they didn't read Galatians 5 4. They read the old letter that is the book of Galatians. You see, these epistles, the ones written by Paul, Peter, James, Jude, John, they were written as a old letter. They were not written in chapters and in verses. And so their audience took the old letter, read it from the beginning to the end. And so they understood clearly what the author was saying. So the Galatians didn't read Galatians chapter 5 verse 4. They actually read from chapter 1 from the beginning to the end. So when Paul said, you are fallen from grace, they knew exactly what Paul was talking about. So it's important that in Bible interpretation, to understand what the Bible is saying, we learn to read in context. Context here will mean that we read the preceding text, we read the post-test, and then we put everything together in context. And sometimes reading the pre-test and post-test 
will also mean reading the old book, reading the old chapter. Hallelujah. Now, so what happened was this. Paul had preached the gospel of Christ to the Galatians. How that faith in Christ gives them justification and makes them acceptable before God. And they had believed. But some other people came to them and told them that they would need to be circumcised according to the law of Moses and also to keep the law to be truly justified. This was what Paul called another gospel. That's Galatians chapter 1. Galatians chapter 1, I'll read verse 6 to verse 9. So I'm giving us the background information so that we can understand what Paul was talking about when he said falling from grace. Galatians chapter 1, let me read from verse 6. Paul speaking, he said, I marvel that ye are so soon removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ unto another gospel. So Paul was saying to the Galatians church that it's as though they have been they have been removed from the one that God that called them into the grace of Christ into another gospel. That means Paul is saying that the gospel I preach to you is the grace of Jesus Christ. The grace of Jesus Christ. Now when we talk about grace in the New Testament is beyond unmerited favor. It's a part of it. But when we talk of the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, we are talking about the work of redemption that Jesus did for us. How that he died, he was buried, and was raised up from the dead and ascended to the right hand of the Father. That is the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. So Paul was saying that, I marvel that ye are so soon removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ unto another gospel. Verse 7, he said, which is not another, but there be some that trouble you and would pervert the gospel of Christ. So the gospel of Christ preached to them was the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Verse 8, he said, but do we or an angel from heaven. I, I like that part. He didn't say a demon from hell. He said, an angel from heaven preach any other gospel unto you than that which we have preached unto you, let him be accursed. Verse 9, As we said before, so I say now again, If any man preach any other gospel unto you, than that he have received, let him be accursed. So Paul is saying that even if you see an angelic being from heaven, preaching something else to you, Apart from what we have preached, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, apart from the fact that we are told you that Jesus died for your sins and was raised up again for your justification, and the moment you believe you are justified and you are accepted before God, if any other person comes to preach something different from this, say, let such a person be accursed, even if it is even an angel from heaven. Praise God. That is how important and how vital it is to understand the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, which is the grace of God, the grace of Jesus, the grace of Christ that we have been called into. Hallelujah. So Paul said that, I marvel, verse 6, that you are soon removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ, unto another gospel. So the grace he was talking about here was about the work of Christ on the cross, in his death, in his burial, his resurrection and in his ascension to the right hand of the Father. Hallelujah. So, because some other people came on board and they started telling them something else, that you see, 
even though Jesus has died for you, even though he has been buried, he has been raised from the dead, you still need to be circumcised to be acceptable to God. You still need to keep the laws of Moses to be acceptable to God. And so Paul had to write to them to correct these things and to also make them see the consequences of obeying the another gospel. Another gospel here is anything that seeks to add to what Christ has done. You want to add something to it so that God can accept you. You want to add something to it so that God can uh, justify you. It's another gospel. What Jesus did is more than enough. Glory to God. So Paul had to make them see that, see guys, you have been removed from the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. If you seek to be circumcised, if you seek to follow the law of Moses, praise God, it is called another gospel. Paul said they will be cutting themselves away from Christ. That is, they will be denying themselves of everything God has made available for them freely in Christ Jesus. This is what it means to fall from grace. To fall from grace is to fall into works. You now think that it's by the works of the law or by the, your own self-effort that you can get things from God, that you can become acceptable to God, that you can become justified. You are falling from grace. You are falling from grace. Let me read that Galatians chapter 5 in New Living Translation. Galatians chapter 5. I'll read verse 2 to verse 4 in NLT. Paul speaking, he said, Listen, I, Paul, tell you this. If you are counting on circumcision to make you right with God, then Christ will be of no benefit to you. I will say it again. If you are trying to find favor with God by being circumcised, you must obey every regulation in the old law of Moses. For if you are trying to make yourselves right with God by keeping the law, you have been caught from Christ. You have fallen away from God's grace. So Paul was saying to them, they won't be able to enjoy the benefit of being in Christ because they will always want to end it by their deeds or by keeping the law. When you seek to achieve by self-effort what God has made available for you already in Christ Jesus, then you are falling from grace. Hallelujah. You are falling from grace. This thing is not by self-effort. Our relationship with God is not by self-effort. By grace are you saved through faith. He said, not of works let anyone should boast. Hallelujah. So to fall from grace is to fall into works. You are going to, you, you are not coming down to think that it is your works, it's by your actions that God will accept you, that God will justify you. Doing so caught you away from what Christ has done. You won't be able to benefit because you will always think you need to do something. Meanwhile, Christ has done everything. And yours is to believe and to receive. Hallelujah. So justification is the work of Christ that a man receives by believing the gospel. You cannot work for it. You cannot add to it. You can only work in the light of it. It is the perfect work of God 
done in Christ that cannot be improved upon. Hallelujah. So you don't need to add anything to it. You don't need to say, listen, we are to live our lives to please God. We are to live our lives in a way that is acceptable before God. But that living our life to please God, living a life in a way that is acceptable to God, begins from the Father that we have been accepted already in the Beloved. Ephesians 1. We have been accepted already in the Beloved. It begins from the Father we have been justified already by what Christ has done. So Paul had to tell the Galatians that guys, listen, don't try to do circumcision just before, just because you want God to accept you. No, it doesn't work that way. Don't try to go, you want to want keeping the laws of Moses. You are going to be putting yourself under a curse. Why? Because the Bible said that curse is any man that does not continue to do all that is written in the law. You can't choose one and leave one out when it comes to the law of Moses. You've got to obey everything. Let me read that passage so that you can get it. It's also in that same Galatians. Because Paul had to make them seek this. Galatians chapter 3 and verse 10. Paul speaking said, For as many as are of the works of the law are under the curse. For it is written, Cursed is everyone that continueth not in all things which are written in the book of the law to do them. So the law is designed for you to do something for you to get God's approval, to get God's blessings. But the point is this, you can't even do everything that is in the law. And that's why Bible says Christ has redeemed us from the cause of the law. He came, he took our place. Bible said is the fulfillment of the law. He has fulfilled the law. Hallelujah. Yours as a believer, as a Christian, is to believe and to walk in the reality of this. So when you're thinking that it is your self-effort, your works, your doing, that will make you acceptable to God, you've fallen from grace. You are denying yourself of the benefit of what you have in Christ Jesus. Praise God. So if at any point you've thought in your life that, or you are even putting it to practice, where you think, I just need to do something and do something and do something, Brother, sister, you've got to cease from that label. You've got to cease from that works mentality. And first realize that God has already accepted you in Christ Jesus. God has justified you already. I love the way Romans chapter 5 and verse 1 puts it. I read from New International Version. It said, Therefore, since you have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. So we have been justified through faith. We have been justified through faith. We don't have to do anything to make God to accept us. We don't have to do anything to make us right with God. Hallelujah. Romans 3.24 also says, said being justified freely. I love that. Being justified freely by His grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. We have been justified freely. So you're going to work in your justification. Justification, you've been made right with God. You've been made righteous. You have been accepted. You are going to work in that reality. 
And so when you come before God, you are not coming based on your works. You are coming based on what Jesus has done for you. And you can talk to him freely as a father, a son talking to his father, a daughter talking to a father without condemnation, without a sense of guilt, without a sense of I'm not good enough. You are good enough in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. I am good enough in Christ Jesus. It doesn't mean that by my works I'm perfect. No, we are far from perfection when it comes to our works. But Christ's work is perfect. And that has made us acceptable to God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You know, you can go ahead and say, Father, I thank you for the work of justification. Thank you for accepting me in Christ Jesus. And then from today, you choose not to go to God based on your works, based on the things you have done, even no matter how good it is. Your qualification is what Christ alone has done for you. Hallelujah. I'm qualified. I'm blessed. I'm accepted in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank God for his word and thank God for his spirit. I believe you have been richly blessed. So I will encourage you, go ahead to share it with somebody else. Let them also receive God's word and let it renew their mind and help them to work better with God. Praise God. Thank you for listening in. Let's catch up again next week, Sunday. Cheers. Thank you.